Hello, thanks for tuning in to the West Side Podcast. This is where we're going to be posting some of the audio from our gatherings on Sundays, and we're hoping to develop some other content that we're excited to share with you in the future. West Side's vision is to reconcile people to God through the grace of Jesus, step by step. And we really hope that this podcast helps you do just that. We hope it helps you get closer to Jesus. We hope that you would be reconciled to God and not only that, be reconciled to the relationships around you and to the city that you live in, wherever that happens to be. Again, thanks for tuning in and enjoy. I've been so enjoying reading through the book of Mark. It's it's Mark's account of the Gospels. In the, when you get when you flip to like the right hand part of your Bible, there's Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and those are the those are the accounts, the eyewitness accounts of the life of Jesus. And Mark is just yeah, it's a little bit different. He doesn't start with with eight pounds, six ounce baby Jesus. He doesn't start with the Magi. He doesn't start with the manger. None of that. He he just starts out with like Jesus is just here and he's working and he's active and he's just he's going about his ministry and it just starts off really really fast and uh, we're spending a couple weeks well a lot of weeks just going to walk through the book of Mark and um, I wanted to read to you something from Mark chapter 1 verse 40 through 41 it's just just two verses and it's just this little encounter that Jesus has as he's encountering all these different people he has this encounter with someone and I, I just feel like there's might be something for for us tonight might be something for where you're at tonight. Um, I'll read it to you. This is what happens is a man with leprosy came to Jesus and begged him on his knees. And he said, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant. He reached out. We're going to come back to that in a minute. It's an interesting word. Jesus was indignant and he reached out his hand and he touched the man and he said, I am willing be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. Um, I don't know about you, but my house tends to gravitate towards dirty. Anybody else? Have you guys noticed that you have to clean your house all the time? And it seems just like you could do a deep clean and then just let it ride for, for three months. You'd feel like clean the house and it should be clean for a long time but that's just isn't that it's not how life works right even if you even if you are don't have little kids in your house and it's just pristine you do a deep clean just give it a little bit of time and your house will gravitate the gravitational pull will always take it towards dirty right um, have you ever had to move and you are you like move your refrigerator out from the wall um, isn't that like an embarrassing moment right there or uh, when you move your dryer or your oven, have you done that? And recently, just like pull, just listen. Here's a here's a here's a uh, an assignment. Just pull your oven out from the wall at some point and just bask in the shame, you know, like of just all the stuff that ends up back there. And I've got four kids, and so our I mean, we are constantly cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. I mean, just it's just like the natural rhythm of our lives is clean, 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 um, and. Um, the thing about our culture that people have been recognizing for a long time is no matter how technologically advanced we get, no matter how smart that we think we get, no matter how modern or postmodern or whatever, whatever we are nowadays, however, however we, we tend to think that like we're going to do something about this deep feeling that we, we have as humans, that there's just something quite not right, that there's something off. 
that there's something like not clean inside of me. There's this feeling that every human being feels. And humans have been trying to grapple with what is that thing and how do we deal with it? And as followers of Jesus, we feel like we have the, not only the, the, the best answer for that, but the, the truest answer for that. We have the, the explanation for why we feel that way and what can be done about it. But if you, don't have, if you don't have that worldview, then you're left with kind of coming up with your own of how you're going to get clean, how, how we're going to do it. And there's, there's a, all sorts of ways that people do it. One is through religious vigor, through religious adherence, through, through doing good things. If I can just be good enough, and maybe you wouldn't even call yourself religious, but, but people all over who are, don't even call themselves religious have this like religious sort of thing where if I just do this and if I just do this, if I just, I'll be righteous if I do this, if I do this, if I do this. And at the end of the day, it never, it never does it. Some people try to get, try to kind of take care of their, their, their uncleanness by their, by pushing forward a political agenda. Or some people try to do it just by trying to fill their, their lives with self, with self-esteem. And I'm not against self-esteem. I think it's good to have self-esteem. But um, our culture oftentimes teaches us, tries to teach us to esteem ourselves instead of esteeming God. And then we get everything backwards and our culture just says, hey, just believe in yourself, follow your heart, you do you, live your truth, all of those things. All of these are attempts to try to just break free from the uncleanliness that we feel. And yet, if we were honest, just those attempts just leave us as empty as ever. They leave us in this place where we feel like we can't, can't deal with the, with the stain. We can't deal with the, with, the, with the spot. And so the answer, if you follow Jesus, then the answer, really, it's, it's in this text right here. Jesus encounters this man, and he's a leper. And uh, there's kids in the room, so we're not going to go deep into what leprosy was about. But guys, leprosy was a, was a horrific uh, it's a skin disease, and it just over time, it just it, it got things got infected, and and people were 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 tormented. But there's still people in the world now that have leprosy, but now we are you know medically able to deal with it so much better. But in that day, there there just there wasn't there wasn't a cure, there wasn't a way to fix it, and so there was a whole group of people who were lepers that had this this disease, and not only was it painful, and not only was it was it you know you would have to walk around, and, and I'm sure you've probably heard this before. But, you know, you would have to, uh, they believed it was, if you got close to someone with leprosy, if you, certainly if you touched someone with leprosy, then that leprosy would transfer to you. And so people stayed away from, from anyone that was a leper and they would have to call out whenever they went places, unclean, unclean, because everyone had to know that, oh, that's a person with leprosy. They were shunned from the temple. If you're, they were a Jew, then they wouldn't be able to go worship in the temple. And in most cases, they were, uh, they were pushed out from their family. And think about this. Here's this man. He's been pushed to the fringe of, of society. We don't know his story, but I imagine that if we could get, dig, dig a little bit into his story, we would see like we would see physical pain just from, just from his, his sickness, but we would see deep emotional scars we would see deep emotional wounds. We would see just deep psychological trauma of just, just what he's experienced with being pushed away. And picture someone, picture being this man who someone hasn't, who we don't, again, we don't know his story, but perhaps maybe it's been years and years and years since someone has 
spoken to him, since someone has touched him. And here in this, just these few verses, he's crying out to Jesus. And notice what he says. He says, if you are willing, you can make me clean. If you're willing, you can make me clean. There's so much faith here. It's like, I've heard something about this Jesus, and I know that he might be my only chance of, of being healed, of being clean. And so he says, Jesus, are you, are you, if you are willing. And then the NIV, I was reading from the NIV, it says that Jesus was um, indignant, which is an interesting way to translate that. Um, um, it's this comes from this Greek word sprakitsomai. It's this word that that in other places in the New Testament is translated as as uh, that Jesus had this like deep guttural, like just overwhelming sense of of compassion of 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 just feeling. That I mean, it, when it says indignant, it kind of makes it sound like Jesus was like kind of angry that this guy was talking to him, you know, like kind of like, why are you talking to me? But I, I think like what it's, what, what the, these words are trying to get at is Jesus is looking at this man and he is, he's just filled, filled with compassion, with love. He's filled with, he's looking at this man and he just, and he just sees his value and sees his worth. And it's just, in this moment, Jesus is just, he just breaks a little bit because his heart just, just so wants to uh, cover this man and, 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 and help this man see just how beautiful he is in God's sight, even though humans haven't seen him that way in a really, really long time. Um, just three things real quick. First, Jesus moved with compassion, moved with compassion towards this man who was dealing with his uncleanliness. Next is, did you notice that Jesus, Jesus touches lepers? Did you catch that? Jesus is, it says that he was indignant and he reached out his hand. And what did he do, Westside? He touched him, touched him. It's, it's just fascinating to me because Jesus is Jesus, right? So he could have said, be healed, you know? He, Jesus heals people in all sorts of funny ways, you know? Like Jesus could have like waved, you know, like over his head. Like he didn't have to, he didn't have to touch him. But Jesus knew exactly what this guy needed. Did you catch that? Jesus knew exactly. Not only is Jesus going to like heal this leprosy, but Jesus is going to touch him and in doing so communicate value. He's going to actually go to work like not just touching him physically, but touching him relationally and emotionally and psychologically. I mean, Jesus is not just going to heal him outwardly, but like there's stuff going on that Jesus is going to do that Jesus wants to do in this moment with this man on on all the different levels of brokenness. I love that Jesus touches lepers. And then lastly, Jesus Jesus heals him. He says, be clean. Because what? He, He is willing. He says, I am willing. I'm willing. Thank you for asking because I am willing. Jesus makes us clean. Um, I want us to respond tonight just, just from these verses in this way. I just, I don't know what you might be dealing with or what a family member might be dealing with. I don't know what you might be carrying. Um, I don't know what, um, I don't, I don't know what baggage you might have, you maybe are, are carrying around. I, I don't know what you need tonight, but Jesus absolutely does know. Jesus absolutely does know exactly what you need. And I just want you to rest in the fact that, that you know that God sees you 
and he knows all about your uncleanliness. He knows, he knows, he knows exactly what's under that oven, you know? Metaphorically speaking. He knows exactly what's behind that fridge. Like he knows exactly what's in your laundry room. He knows exactly what's in the crawl space and in the attic. Like he just, he, isn't it in, incredible? Like he knows all of that. Like nothing is hidden in his sight. And yet, and yet he just, he wants to move towards us in compassion and grace. That's incredible. That's incredible. You've heard me say this before, but God knows us. Uh, he knows us. Uh, he knows everything. He knows us to the very bottom, and yet he loves us to the very top. That right there is just reason to just let our, our guard down and just say, Lord, if you love me like that, I, I, just, I just trust you with this stuff in my life. I don't know where you need to be touched in, 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 in metaphorically. I don't know where you need Jesus to bring his touch. Maybe it's physical tonight, or maybe it's emotional, or maybe it's relational or financial or or I don't know but the Lord knows and he sees you and what it took from this guy is do you notice it just took him just saying Lord if you're willing and I just wonder what if what would happen if we in these next moments just as we respond what if what if you were willing to say Lord here it is like it's this right here and Lord, I, I don't know what to do with this. I've, I've been trying to do this in all sorts of other ways, but Lord, I, I just, I just want to offer this. And maybe this is the hundredth time that you've had this conversation with God. It's okay. Like just, just come to his feet again because Jesus is looking at all of us just like he looked at this man and he's saying, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing. I want to touch, I want to touch you. I want to come close. I want to come near. I don't know how we need to respond, but could we, could we have the courage to be like this guy and say, hey, Jesus, could you make me clean? And I think he's going to meet us here. So, Father, we, um, we just respond to you tonight and we acknowledge that we can trust you. And Lord, as we, uh, as we sing and as we pray and as we just create this space, Lord, would you, uh, would you meet us here? In Jesus' name.